Welcome to Very Honored Fraternity's Esoterra Nerd Podcast, Episode 6, where we interview Saori Nishida. But first, here's a flashback to September 7th, 2011. At the time, it had already been a thing that I would sometimes... Uh, tell, you know how when you have a, a, a select group of people to where you are able to do a comedy routine to get that particular group of people roaring with laughter, uh, but anyone outside of that group of people would just be like, huh? Just blank stares? Well, it's that kind of thing, but it's appropriate for this podcast. It's from Frater BT's decided to be modest and take out the VH for the blog, but I brought it back in for the podcast. Uh, the Esoteric Nerd Soapbox. It's the old uh, blog. It's not that old. It's about five years old. I had already uh, been doing all that stuff for 17 years by the time I started it. But you can find that. It's fredderfrancesco.blogspot.com. Wednesday, September 7th. Based on Jeff Foxworthy's You Might Be a Redneck. You Might Be an Initiate. If you wear a Star of David necklace but you're not Jewish, you might be an initiate. If you have ever used the word exoteric in a sentence, you might be an initiate. If you stay up all night painting something that you have no intention of ever showing to anyone, you might be an initiate. If you smile knowingly when people talk about the symbolism on the back of the dollar bill, you might be an initiate. If you've ever looked at the caduceus symbol on a doctor's office and thought, huh, how appropriate, you might be an initiate. If you most often respond to the question, so how do you know each other, with, oh, you know, mutual friends, you might be an initiate. If you have a room at home that's always locked, and you tell people, oh, I just have a lot of personal things in there, you might be an initiate. If you have a dog named Anubis and a goatee, you might be an initiate. If you have to ask one of your closest friends to remind you what their earthly name is, you might be an initiate. If you've ever asked someone to please stop calling you Sorer at work, you might be an initiate. If you've ever accidentally called your priest brother, you might be an initiate. If you ask people for permission to pray for them, you might be an initiate. If the main reason why you want to go to the British Museum is to see the original Sigillium de Amet, you might be an initiate. And finally, if you are proficient at painting, woodworking, ancient languages, accounting, delegation, management, public speaking, and teaching, yet none of this is reflected on your resume, you just might be an initiate. When my wife, Honored Soar FSM, and I were in Japan a couple months ago... Uh, we were in Osaka and, and realized that I had a Facebook friend there. Uh, we had mutual friends in the Source family. I said I was in Osaka, and she said, welcome. And I said, what? You're here? Oh, well. And uh, so I said, is there anything I should definitely not miss while I'm here? And she said, you should definitely get on a train and go a few hours north and go to Mount Koyasan. And I did, and it was sort of a life-changing experience. And if you follow any of my other blogs, you've already heard me talk about it way too much. So I'm just going to stop right there and let her uh, give us her experience of it. If you're interested in those other blogs, you can always go to edward-reeb.com forward slash podcasts with an S. 
If you have trouble understanding some of the words in the interview, the conversation is written out completely on the website that is connected to this particular episode. And without further ado, let's get to that interview, shall we? Hi, Sori. Welcome to the Esoteric Nerd Podcast. Would you mind telling us a little bit about the meaning of your name? Okay, my name is Sori. It's made by three words. I mean, Sa and O and Ri. Sori named by my grandfather. And every kind has various meanings. For me, to be elegant and clever. Well, you are certainly both elegant and clever. And、uh, your surname, Nishida? Well, my family name is so so common in Japan. I'm not sure about the meaning, but I guess from kanji. Maybe it means the right body of the west, because Nishi meaning west. And that meaning rice body. And that would make sense, considering Osaka is on the western side of Japan. Has your family always lived in Osaka? Yes, we live there. My parents are born in Osaka and grew up. Me too. What was it like the first time you went to Mount Koyasan? Okay, my first visit to Koyasan is maybe when I was three or four years old. So I don't remember my first visit. After that, I grew up. I think I was a college student. I went to there and stay at the temple. I can't remember why I want to go. Maybe I wanted to feel spiritual power. When I Go out the small tunnel and enter the Koyasan. I feel super clean air. It is include spiritual meaning. Everything are beautiful. Deep green woods, old cemetery, so calm. I think it was truly holy mountain, temple of the higher mind. Not fear, just something like pureness, kind of the origin of our mind. We only went for about three hours, so as soon as we got to the mountain top, we、um, got on the bus, and of the fourteen stops, we went to the one right at the heart of it, right at, at the oldest part of that sprawling cemetery, where the famous samurai are buried, and.、Um, Saw that temple and it was an incredibly beautiful experience.、Um, when you went, which temple did you go to specifically, and how long did you stay there? I have stayed there two times, just one day for each. At first time, I stay alone at Jofukuin Temple. That was very interesting temple. They had a shrine of Myanmar Buddhists. The other time, I stay at Fukuchin Temple with my friends. They have a beautiful garden. It made by Mirei Shigemori, who is a famous gardening artist. 
Every temple seems to be symbolized. We get sleep early than usual, maybe 9 or 10 p.m. and get up early. And we can eat great vegetarian supper and breakfast in any temple. It is really good. And we can join in the worship in the early morning. I think it starts at 6 a.m. before the breakfast. The monks chant a Hanya Shinjo and they give up preaching for us. The altar of Shingon Temple are dark. It makes a mood much mysterious. I really recommend that experience. Which temple was it where you got the、uh, CD that has the track on it that I now use for the intro and the outro to the Esoteric Nerd podcast? I got that CD at my first temple, Joe Fukuin. The composer is some of that temple, I think. I have to say, the,、uh, the gifts that you've given me that are now in my temple have really transformed. The whole experience of being in there. It was primarily a,、uh, a Western ceremonial, you know, Golden Dawn style temple that oddly had this Buddhist statue in the middle of it. But, but between the kimonos and the, the Hanya Shingyo banner that I have hanging on the double cubicle altar, you said your parents made that? Well, my parents are interested in Japanese cultural history and research them. The tapestry what I gave you is the original works. They use Japanese traditional teki star method. My father cut the template like Hanya Shinjo or God, and my mother printing it by indigo. I mean, breaking the pattern. As we mentioned, that is not special item. I think. It is a little different from kimono on your common image. Maybe kimono as your image is used for rich people. Indigo clothes are used as more daily stuff for every people. Some hip people enjoy what the color changed like vintage jeans. And it's made by cotton too. Expensive kimono made by silk. And then there's the two banners、uh, that I have hanging in the east. What were the names of those hanging scrolls? Oh, yeah, we called it Kakejiku or Jiku. It usually hangs at alcove called Tokonoma. It's a special display place in Japanese room. Kakejiku have a various pattern of the earth. Sometimes Buddhist motifs like the earth, the others, Passage or writing a poem or quote. So many patterns. Now there's the two that you gave me. The one on the right has the canon in the middle and the Goshuins surrounding it,、uh, the temple seals from all the various temples in Japan. And then the other one, which I'm going to be putting up on the left, you mentioned、uh, had to do with Pure Land Buddhism, which was the religion of Your ancestors. What can you tell me about that Kakejiku? I remember the second row had a big chant, Namu Amida Buddha. It is the name of Amitabha. 
I think it's pretty similar. Amen. My family religion is called Jodo Shinshu, beginning in over 800 years ago. It is one of the biggest Buddhist sects in Japan. The master, his name is Shinran, said that everyone allowed to go to the pure land, meaning like a heaven. After this, only with chance, Namo Amitabhutsu. Even if they are guilty, everyone permitted. Would you mind demonstrating how that chant is performed so that I can do it,、uh, you know, authentically? Well, it has a variation.、Uh, for example, before the ceremony, we just repeat it like this Namandavs, 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 Namandavs. Sometimes, like a song in a hymn. Like this. Namo Amida, ah, Namo Ami. Thank you very much. I will incorporate that into my practice. I will perform the second one on behalf of all beings, that everyone might be allowed back into the pure land. And I will do so in honor of your family. I was curious about something. When you were here and we did those rituals together in the temple, what was that like from your point of view? I was very excited. It was so interesting experience for me. I had no idea I could join your work. Thank you so much. I already know the name of Golden Dawn before. Actually, I was really interested in Secret World. So, when I was a teenager, I read some books about mystery and spiritual studies. While I was in your temple, I feel something like altered states in myself. I can't explain in, your, in words, but I think it's just a mysterious experience. His music that you sent to me, the strong bell sounds bring imagination for me like a new world. I think that every way or religion has a pure desire as good meaning. I mean, to looking for the light on higher mind. It is a great spiritual journey for everyone. I think no matter what we believe, the important thing is how do I perform toward higher level. When you and I、uh, first became friends on Facebook, it was because we had so many friends in the Source family Jin Aquarian, Isis Aquarian, so on. How is it that you ended up having so many friends in the Source family? Well, I have to say first, I had never met them except you and Jamie. I just be fine. At first, I find music of Yakuwa talking at the music store when I was a high school student. I liked their music very much and impressed their lyrics. I think Father Yod and their family try to discover the truth of the world. They have a pure spirit. So they give me an opportunity to think about good things. I think they also want to be a higher level and search it. Therefore, they always give me a great imagination. 
I remember on the day that I met Isis Aquarian was also by coincidence the day that I met uh, Jin Aquarian on the phone. And he had given me the name Pymander Aquarian. And then a few hours later, I went downstairs from where I was working at the time at the Screen Actors Guild and uh, met up with Isis. And it was a big open area where we had some privacy. So we sat in lotus position and talked about everything. And uh, one of the things I mentioned was that Jin had given me the name Pymander Aquarian. And she had said that she felt that people should be able to choose their own names and proclaim themselves as uh, members of the Source family. What about you, Sari? If you could choose your name, what name would you choose? Oh, wow, it's a very interesting question. Well, let me see. I think if I choose the name, I might be choose waterfall because it made a river sometimes already for the lifeline and keep on moving. Then it is my honor to be the first to greet you, Waterfall Aquarian. It also seems appropriate considering waterfalls are like artists in a way, sculpting the rock. And you are an artist and a sculptor. What was it you were saying the other day about feeling like a serial killer washing bones off in the sink? I used some bones from my artworks from a year ago. Some people think that I am crazy, but I don't think so. It is just my leftovers. I eat chicken or pork. You know, we can't eat bones, so I try to use it as a recycle. It can be my meal recording. And I need a many process to remake it. And it's easy to corruption, especially in the summer. So I washing but smell bones in that process. For me, it makes me mad. Sometimes I think about that mind of psych killer. I mean, they might watch something in the bathroom like me. I don't know that they have some process or not. And I should say I don't make it. I just modeling them. Because bones are made by great nature. The nature beauty is most beautiful in the world, I think. We have to respect creativity of the universe. Excellent. So the pieces that you're working on now, are they going to be on display in a gallery soon? Yes, I have a small exhibition at Osaka in October. It will be the first time to display the groundwork. Very cool. So if anyone listening is uh, going to be in or near Osaka, in October of 2015. Uh, look up Saori. I'll post a link to her Facebook page. What can you tell us about candle making? Yeah, also I make candles. Sometimes for daily stuff, sometimes as artworks. It will display in October too. 
For me, my purpose to make a candle is very personal. I put my passion in it. When someone lights a fire, it means that my imagination will be released. The candles are pretty similar to life, burn and disappear. Sometimes slowly, the other time fast. That is true. You mentioned also about how in Japanese tradition you don't smell incense, but you listen to incense. Yes, I think it's very interesting expression. In Japan, there is top three traditional art ceremony culture. It's sado, kado, kodo. Sado is a tea ceremony. Kado is decoration of flower. And kodo is ceremony of incense. In kodo, sniffing of the incense is expressed as listening to the incense. And as such, it is called monko because of much elegant word. They enjoy the various incenses aroma in a ceremony. Sometimes they play a game with different aroma in various incense. Do you happen to remember、um, the Japanese word for the dorja, the,、uh, the lightning bolt symbol that Kukai holds in the statues, and that all the monks in the Shingon, when they pass away, they have their little Buddha statue in the mausoleum holding the dorja. Was the word Congo? You are right. It's called Congo Show. I think it's same Bajira that used as Tibet Buddhism. And then, when I mentioned the document written by Ehei Dogen called Fukan Zazengi, you said you remembered it as a chant. Oh, yeah. I remember that you told me about Dogen. Dogen is master of Zen sect in Buddhism at Soto Shu. I don't know deeply about the sect. But Fukan Zazengi is very famous him. I remember the monks chant that sentence after the work of Zazen. Maybe usually at night work. I think it needs a long time to chant all. Maybe it takes about 15 minutes. I can read the first part. Fukan Zazengi, like this. Fukan Zazengi, Tazumuru ni sole, Dolmoto enzu, Ikade kashu shou karam. Which I know by its English translation. The way is basically perfect and all pervading. So, what is the use of practice and realization? Thank you, Sauri. And thank you so much for speaking with me today on the Esoterra Nerd podcast. Well, thank you so much. I'm glad to talking and sharing with you. And if I was a monk in the temple, I should say, Yokoso omai kudasaimashita. It's meaning thank you for coming to pray. I'm looking forward to meeting you again. 
Thank you, Camille and Kennerly, for the lovely Game of Thrones harp transition. It occurred to me there was all this talk of the Hanya Shingyo, and yet we never demonstrated how it sounds, and so I thought I might close with a bit of a treat. The following was recorded at Zojo-ji Temple in Tokyo, right near Tokyo Tower. The Hanya Shingyo is actually known for, among other things, being very brief, so they recited several times on this recording while the Taiko drummer, well, I'll just let you experience it. For now, I would simply ask that you bow your head slightly, close your eyes, unless you're driving, obviously. Bring your attention to your third eye. Bring your hands together at your sternum and solar plexus. To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us, and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace. Thank you all for tuning in. Good night. Let's go.